Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Taylor Miller from Miller Highlights, and you're listening to the Stay Social Podcast. More people than ever are on social media, and they're making money in the process. On this show, we'll sit down with you to discuss trends and updates going on in the social media world. Some of these tips might even help you scale your account to the next level. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take some notes because we're about to get social. Hey, hey, welcome to the third episode of Stay Social. Today, we're going to talk about how you are your very first client. How are you able to serve your clients if you can't even exceed your own expectations for your business? In today's episode, we're going to talk about personal branding, what systems you might have in place, and prioritizing your marketing and becoming your own dream client. So let's start with personal branding. As a business owner, it's really important to develop a personal brand that links over to your business. In the beginning, you are the face of your company. And let me tell you, that is right where you want to be. You want to be the person that people want to work with and then expand from there. I started my company all by myself, but as time went on, I introduced new people to the team. And this gave people the confidence to work with more of my team members than just myself. Now I currently have four consistent people that clients are in contact with. So let's go over what roles they play in my business and how people know who to contact. So Alyssa. Alyssa is basically the face of our sales department. She is in contact with all of our clients, um, reaching out to customers when they have questions, or even scheduling posts for social media if we need an extra hand. Now let's go to Jessica. Jessica does all the content creation and the copywriting for the business. She also does graphics. And she tells us what graphics she needs help with if it becomes overwhelming for her. Then we have Katie. And Katie we just added on to our team. She is head of our web design department. She helps people develop their websites, helps people make changes to their websites if they already have one. She is an SEO expert and has certified in Wix. And she is a great asset to our team. And then we go over to Kristen. And for those of you who know Kristen, you know she's been with me for a while. Kristen has been with me since the very beginning of this business, and I talked about her in the first podcast. She is basically the head of our wedding department at the moment. She is a lead shooter for a lot of weddings during the summer. We wouldn't be successful in that department without her. Literally, we have 30 weddings she looks at and she goes, all right, here we go. So those are the four people that clients know who they need to be in contact with to get the job done, depending on whatever their needs are. I would say myself, but to be honest, I dabble in all of these. Plus, everyone talks to me at some point in the process anyway, but that is just how our system is so far. And one way to be successful, especially being your very first client, is what systems you have in place. So if your system doesn't work, whether that's scheduling a social media post, automating emails, creating forms for people to fill out, you need to have a tight system in place to achieve your goals. And I'm telling you, it took me a while to get a client because my systems were not tight enough. And now that I have narrowed it down to what needs to happen, we have gained more traction and have brought on new clients. So for example, Alyssa has her own system for sales, how she reaches out to people, what she does after they reach out back to her, how she schedules meetings, and it goes from there. Then we go to Jessica. Jessica has a system of how she schedules her content calendar. Then how she does the graphics. And it goes from there. 
Katie has her own little system that she does because she's a freelancer for our team, but even then, she has a tight system of when to contact the customer, what the customer needs, how many hours it's going to take for her to do the website. And then there's Kristen. Kristen has the process of what she needs to shoot for every wedding. We have done weddings for five years now, and if we don't have a system in place by now, we wouldn't be doing them anymore. So that just shows you how important systems are. And this is why I've said that you have to be your very first client to make sure it all works smoothly before adding any other different client into the mix. Think about this. If you brought a client on, you don't have any systems in place. They're going to look at you like, why am I working with you? Why aren't you organized? Why doesn't this work? And I can tell you that's probably how you're going to lose a customer right there. But once you know it's successful, then you know it's time to start looking for more clients, especially if your sale is service-based. Now, if you're someone like me, a marketing agency that handles so many different social media accounts, you need to remember one thing, and that is to prioritize your marketing. It might be hard keeping up with your marketing if you're worrying about everyone else's that are your clients, but you need to remember that if you don't prioritize your marketing, that doesn't give you the opportunity to grow your own business. Marketing is a key factor for any business, especially in today's world. You need to keep yourself in front of your target market to potentially get new customers as time goes on. Once you prioritize your marketing, you'd be able to show your clients what your process was to get where you are today. You're able to show them how you were successful, what your ROI was when it came to marketing, and great examples to show what you can do to help them in the long run. So just remember, when you're posting on social media accounts, post information that you would personally share with your friends, something you think is helpful or even a cool reel or TikTok that you worked on. If you don't want to share information with your friends, what makes you think your audience will like, share, or even save your post? Posts that have nothing to do with how your account is set up typically doesn't perform well at all. So, for example, my personal Instagram account. And you can look into this if you want to at the Taylor underscore Miller on Instagram. But it's based all around things that are related to social media. Tips, tricks, some fun reels that are all in my feed. You can tell just by going to my account that that's the niche that I'm in. Social media or social media management, either one knows are what I can be considered. Now, if I would post what I had for dinner on my feed, that has nothing to do with what I typically post on my personal brand page. And this would create people to question what they're following or either unfollow or just not engage with my post at all. And this is why you need to post information that's relevant to your audience. They will engage and even share your content to others. And that is exactly what you want. The algorithm is all about them keeping you on the app. So, for example, if you do a nice reel that people keep watching and watching and watching, that's going to get bumped up in the Instagram feed. If you share a carousel and people are saving it and liking it and commenting, that's going to keep popping up for other people down in their feed too. 
So you want people to engage with you, and that's why you need a specific niche on any of your social media platforms. Don't focus on going viral. To be honest, getting your name out there definitely takes some time. Trust me, I know. Some people will say consistency is key or even say post what you feel aligned to. What I found between these two is that posting consistently does help you if you do it correctly. You're posting all the different tiers of social media, such as educational or even entertainment. And yes, there are different tiers of social media, and we will get into those in different episodes. But with these, it will help you get exposure. Don't spend a lot of time thinking, what can I post to get me viral? Instead, switch the mindset to, what can I post to attract the dream client? Focus on what's important to them and why they'd want to work with you one day. That's what I want you to focus on. If you go viral for one post, how many people that watch that post are actually going to need your services? Maybe a few, but a lot of them won't. And they won't even follow you after that. It'll just be one of the posts that you do that's a one and done for them. They'll see it one time. They won't ever see you again. And this is why you need to focus on your dream client and how you can achieve your goals to book that client instead of thinking, how can I go viral? In today's age, going viral, (laughs) don't even think about it. Get that out of your head right now. It takes a lot to go viral. And like I said, you need to really niche it down as much as you can just to make that happen. But really just more focus on your dream client. Those are the people you want to work with anyway. Those are the ones that are going to end up booking you for your services. Going viral is not going to do anything besides get you more likes, get you more comments. Gain your dream client, though, that'll bring in another customer. That'll bring in more money for you. And that's what you want to focus on if you're using social media to help your business. So while you're thinking of your dream client right now, you need to become your own dream client first. Now you're probably thinking, what exactly does that mean? Well, who do you want to work with? What kind of client do you want to spend your time with? What expectations do you have when working with a client? These are all the questions you need to ask yourself when you think about a dream client that you want. And once you're able to conquer everything that I just talked about, you are now ready to go out and find your next client. Remember, in this world, starting out can take some time. You're not going to have people running to you for help when they don't even know who you are or what you do. And that's why it's important to set your marketing straight before looking for a new client. It takes trust for people to work with someone they've never met. Create content where they can begin to trust you right away. Like I've stated in the first episode of this podcast, some people think that they're going to grow in a blink of an eye. Everyone feels this way at some point, I know. And they think it's easy to build up clients and get consistent revenue coming in. But in reality, growing a social media presence takes time. And when saying time, I'm talking like a year or more. You never know. It all depends on how the algorithm is. When you start from scratch, you need to have a strategy in place to start booking people to work with you. And if you go on my Instagram account, you know I talk about content strategy a lot. And I will preach that 
all the time. Content strategy, content strategy, content strategy. Say that to yourself because you're going to need it. This will take some time. Don't work yourself up over it if you aren't seeing results right away. Don't stress. Just work on what I talked about today and you'll see some results. Next week, we're going to discuss the different tiers of social media content to help you develop the best strategy for you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed, please leave a review and share this episode with your friends. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to hear at the Taylor underscore Miller on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Stay social, my friends.